Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious week in the state of Texas. And, you know, lots to talk about related to elections, some that are still ongoing, so to speak. Some runoff elections coming up in the city of Austin area. Um, obviously, nationwide, there's a couple of Senate seats for up for grabs. So a lot to talk about. But this show is focused on what happens in the state of Texas on the issue of faith, family and freedom. In the state of Texas, there's an important meeting next week on issues related to faith, family, and freedom. We're going to get into that with our guests today. Uh, but if you want to see some of the election recap information and you want to see some of the things that we're doing uh, as we move forward from the election season, check us out at txvalues.org. And I'm recording this a little bit early because once you hear this, I'm probably on the road to Dallas or possibly if you hear it later in the weekend on my way back because we got a huge event. Matthew West is going to be at our gala at the Faith, Family, and Freedom Gala in Dallas. Also, Congressman Chip Roy is making an appearance there. Super excited about that. And they've got a lot of great things to talk about. But we want to spend the, the bulk of our time on the show talking about what's happening at the State Board of Education and someone who knows all about that and is going to guide us and talk about the importance of people getting involved is State Board of Education member Ken Mercer. Representative, excuse me, I have to call you representative. You served in the legislature. Member Mercer, welcome back to the Texas Values Report. Thank you, Jonathan. It's always a blessing to be with Texas Values. Well, look, there's an important meeting coming up. You've served on the State Board of Education for many years. We'll touch a little bit more about uh, the link to that and some other uh, battles that you've been involved in. But coming up next week, important meeting at the State Board of Education. This is the final round for the votes on the health standards. And that, and for the rest of us out there, that means issues of sex education, issues of family. Some of those things are gonna be talked about. Um, also science is gonna be discussed. And I say the last round because there's already been at least one round of this where there was testimony, there were votes taken on these important issues. Texas Values paid, played a very important role in that. Yes. Uh, we're not done. And even though you didn't run for reelection, we'll talk about that in a minute, you're still on the board. Your term continues, and that's very important for next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is a funny how God prepares you. The battles you've been in, whether it be English, uh, phonics, grammar, spelling, whether it be science, the right to ask questions, whether it be U.S. history, government, economics, and now we have this battle right now on health and sex ed. Uh, I think God is sharpened iron every time, and this is the last big battle. Well, it's going to be a big one, and I'm going to do a screen here, too, for people watching on social media. And if you're watching, share this post, like, let's get a lot of attention on it so people can find out what's going on. And I'm going to put up a um, an action alert that Texas Values Action put together, and, and Texas Values also distributed, uh, so people can have some information. And the title here, No Statewide Radical Sex Ed. So this is about the meeting next week, and there's some detail on here, because what's been happening is pro-abortion, pro-LGBT groups, radical left groups have tried to drast been drastically change what's being taught in our public schools. And there is an abstinence-focused approach. It's not abstinence only, even though that's what you hear the media report sometimes. School districts can teach different things, but it has to be abstinence-focused. And what we're seeing is, though, leftist groups they want to put things into our education standards that are really about their political ideology. It's far away from anything related to biology and, and health. And so, uh, look, the ability to sign up and testify is incredibly important. And you can see on this alert that we have, that starts on Thursday, November 12th, 
and ends um, on November 13th all the way till five. And then the testimony is the following week. Um, once you sign up, November 17th, I think is the main day. Things are going to get started over the State Board of Education. Uh, Member Mercer, tell us a little bit about what's happening next week. It's uh, probably what's called the, the, the last reading. We've gone through a process, and, and, and Chairman Kevin, Kevin Ellis has done a good job of getting us ready. We have four board members, senior members, very conservative, who are retiring, and I'm one of those after 14 years in the board, and, and, and that vote is very important. It, we've been the ones that have been to battle. We've gone for parental rights, the rights not only to be involved, but they're actually uh, we have a law in Texas, as you know, Education Code 28004, where moms and dads have the right to see what's taught in a classroom. And I just spoke earlier at another meeting and I told them the good news is we have a law in Texas that said parents have the right to see what's taught in their classroom. The bad news is we had to make a law to say moms and dads have the right to see what's taught in the classroom and especially now in health ed and sex ed. Well, look, I'm going to do another screen share too to take people back a little bit to see what happened earlier this year. So this was a victory report we put up back in September there are a couple of rounds of this being voted on, and you can see here that the main vote uh, on some key issues was nine to six, so not a huge margin. I mean, you lose one vote, you're now at eight, seven. Could be yeah. And so, but what we see is the left trying to push into the classroom, teaching about sexual orientation, about gender identity, and really in ways that will punish or make Christian students uncomfortable or feel isolated, pushing issues of social justice, and things of that regard. And so we're excited that, uh, you know, really a yeah. group of State Board of Education members said, you know, look, this is not what the school classroom is about. And there were efforts to redefine what means marriage. Um, they tried to come up with oh, the yes. concept of a committed relationship to su suggest that that somehow is just the same as getting married. And so, uh, and look, I mean, this has been the pro-abortion groups trying to use this process, trying to get more of their ideology in there. And so far, they've not been successful trying to politicize science. Uh, but I think a lot of that is because y'all have good people testifying and sending you emails and encouragement to let them know, let y'all know that you've got their back. That's a great point. There's so many words, like you probably heard the word consent and some of my lawyer friends are saying, well, that, well that's not a bad word, Rudy. And I said, but consent's very important to the far left. There's something going on and consent is very important to Planned Parenthood. And the Attorney General's office reminds us that in Texas, the age of consent is age 17. And uh, I talked to other Christian experts said that consent is a flag word or a gateway word used by pedophiles and sex traffickers. You know, they get to consent early. You've already done these things. And, and, and there is one example of word that sound, words are so important. But the word consent didn't seem that, that important. But obviously, it's very important to Planned Parenthood and their friends and, and, they, and so we did away with that. We did away with that. It, you know, kids in Texas, you cannot give any sexual consent until you're age 17. And the other side was looking for consent for age 8, 10, 12 years old. It was outrageous. Wow. That's crazy. We're talking with State Board of Education member Ken Mercer. The district that he represents runs from Austin all the way down into San Antonio. And if you heard my intro, he served in the state legislature at one point. I want to get into a little bit more detail before we go down memory lane with Mr. Mercer, whose term and time on the State Board of Education is wrapping up because he's retiring and, and he chose uh, not to run for re-election. But let's go back to this election, excuse me, this action alert so people know what's at stake. Some of the examples we have in here, 
where some of these LGBTQ amendments include, uh, to your point, teaching young kids uh, the, the things related to consent to sexual activity, uh, pro-abortion groups like Planned Parenthood and Jane's Due Process, also advocating that abortion should be taught to young students, really, in my opinion, creating an environment where students are no longer going to communicate with their parents. They think that they're going to be able to do and engage in some of these things on their own without talking to parents. And these decisions could have a really drastic impact on the rest of their life. These could be life-changing. It could lead them into dangerous situations. And we see more and more of an intrusion or an effort to keep the parents out of it, but really radicalizing all of these subjects in public schools. I mean, look, the environment right now in public schools is already challenging. Kids just trying to stay healthy, trying to keep from getting a virus, trying to you know stay productive, whether they're doing it online or in person. And so this really, I think, just shows the lack of focus um, for schools if they decide to go this way. And that's a good reason why I think your support, uh, your guidance, and your role as an elected state board of education to keep this stuff out of the classroom is so valuable. But people can email you. They can sign up to testify. They can be a part of this process no matter where they are. That's one good thing about the technology. They can um, get involved in this process and have their voice heard because these decisions are made for over 5 million students across the state. Yeah, and it's so important because all the textbook people, because we're one-tenth of the nation. We have 5.4 million public school kids. We have 10% of the whole nation. So what happens in Texas, a lot of the smaller states follow whatever we do because of the power we have and just the buying power of textbooks. And it's just, uh, I'm real proud of this. I want to remind your your, your viewers too, Jonathan, that uh, something that I fail to do, when things go good, call and encourage and thank people. Uh, I'm leaving the border. There's new people on there. I want them to feel strengthened. Hey, you did the right thing. So the next battle, keep doing the right thing and keep fighting it. People are with you. So please, I believe we're going to win this battle. But after the battle, let's make sure we encourage those people who did the right thing. No, I couldn't agree with you more. You can go to our website, uh, our action website, txvaluesaction.org to look at this action alert. If you're on our email list, you got the email. Let me just do the screen share real quick so people can see what that looks like. When they go to our website, if you're watching online or by social media, this is all happening November 17th through November 20th. And we've got a link here where you can find out who your state board of education member is. We've even got a little box here. You can, it'll put your name and everything. Look, okay, people are going to see where I live now. <laughs> it's self-populated there uh, on social media or, or the website. And we try to make it real easy for folks to know how to get involved and to make a difference. And those voices do make a difference. To your point, uh, Member Mercer, that getting that backup, getting those emails and phone calls in so members know, okay, I've got people that are supporting me. I've got constituents that are behind me because the left, the other side is going to load up with people on this issue. They've done it before and they want to take Texas in a completely different direction. And look, I think the elections, as we all, the state of Texas really hold the ground. They stop the, the blue wave, so to speak, of the liberal yes. side. I think that's a good indication of where the voters are. But, you know, the votes still have to happen next week at the State Board of Education. And it's great that you're there and other members are there to stand up for these values. Let's just talk for a minute, Representative, uh, excuse me, Member Mercer, about your time as an elected official. I keep saying that you serve in the state legislature, but more recently serving on the State Board of Education it goes back to 2006. Okay, so here we are, 2020. And uh, I was involved in some of that almost from the beginning. 
whether it was 05, 06, 07, definitely 07. And so um, and my family's grown since then. It's just, you know, so <laughs> during that, I know you've got a, um, your family's gone on to do great things too. We've kind of seen uh, our kids and our families uh, go through these different stages. We've been doing this work, but your work is, look, not only health, uh, science, social studies. Remember those late light night battles over, you know, talking about these issues. Can the First Amendment be taught? Can we yeah. talk about the historical significance of Moses, of the Ten Commandments? So, uh, look, remember two years ago, making sure that we can teach kids about the letter, the letter from Travis at the Alamo. Boy, comes to these values at the State Board of Education, you've been right in the middle and leading them uh, for so many years, and it's quite a legacy. Isn't that amazing? Like, and and I'm, I've just I, I talked to groups talk about how that the people like me, like Jonathan, we fight hard, but we have requirement. I can guarantee Jonathan science fights hard, but he requires truth. And too often, it, it, those who oppose Jonathan or myself, truth is not even a requirement. Moses is a good example. We we talked about we had uh, then Attorney General Greg Abbott went to the Supreme Court and shared with the Supreme Court how many instances there were of Moses or the Ten Commandments at our United States Supreme Court. And when I talked about Mosaic Law, how it impacted our system of judges, our system of witnesses, little things like that should not kill, Mosaic Law. And I tell you that story because the next day the papers are saying, Ken Mercer believes that Moses was a founding father. And, and they twist that stuff around. It's just, it's just so bizarre, but we do the right thing. And, and, and it's just uh, the First Amendment, John, Jonathan mentioned that too, just having to I fought and cared. Listen to what you said. Those words in there. We were talking. No, we were talking about that yesterday as we were preparing for the show. We're talking with Ken Mercer. He is a member of the State Board of Education, has been since 2006, serving in the Central Texas area. His time is winding up. He decided not to run again, but he's got one meeting left, okay, um, next week on health standards related to sex education. But remember that vote? I mean, it, it got so, you know, back and forth that we were like, look, on religious liberty and on the First Amendment, we're saying, let's just put the words of the First Amendment as required teaching for exactly. standards. That surely is an area where we can all agree. Nope. ACLU, some other liberal groups, they voted, they opposed the First Amendment, the words of the First Amendment. We figured surely we can agree on this. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, quit, quit telling the kids what, what it says. Let the kids read it themselves and they'll figure it out. But the words are, are, are pretty consistent. I, mean, I, I talk about the five, four, five freedoms, which is what it is. But the first one being our friend Kelly Shackerford, I forgot about it. In the First Amendment, the most important freedoms to our founding father. And the very first freedom of the First Amendment is religion. Yeah. So, yes, I, I was shocked that they were definitely did not want us to put the words of the First Amendment in, in, in our standards. In which, and, of course, we, we won that fight. But it isn't bizarre. They would we not. Did is to see the actual I, words of our conversation. Yeah, and I look, I mean, I got uh, some gray hair during those meetings and others because, uh, and look, <laughs> and you lost some maybe, you know, and we're doing a lot of stuff by Zoom and virtually these days for a variety of reasons, but you, typically you're there, you're on site. Uh, I don't remember, there's not like a snack machine or anything, at, at least not the one that I can access. Maybe the elected officials can like yourself, uh, and so I just remember, you know, so many of those meetings in those big glass windows on the side. So you can kind of see there's a world outside there somewhere. Um, and, and everybody packed in there. I remember Kelly Shackelford came to one of those meetings and testified. I could hardly get him in the room. There were so many people there. Yeah. 
those battles were extremely important because it put in place common sense standards on social studies, on government that last for a decade, if not more. And knew what was at stake. They were trying to rewrite history. I remember we put up a website that was titled, the URL was just state the facts, right? I mean, let's just stick to that. Uh, But you know, one of the things I come across a lot too, every September 11th, right? You remember this? We made sure Todd Beamer, and I say we, I supported whoever had the idea. Y'all actually, but people like him knew historical figures that had significance for students to learn about. That, that, that's so incredible because the, the people we choose and, and, and the, they're trying to erase people. I remember, many, I remember battling something like uh, Albert Einstein and Jonas Salk, the one who founded the polio vaccine. They wanted those people out and they were so significant. Einstein and Salk, how could you take those people out? And there's many, many others. We had African-American Medal of Honor recipients and, 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 and uh, Hispanic American Medal of Honor. We put those things in. The kids should know that they want, we want kids to have heroes and, and it has some commonality. And yet we had to fight for many of those things. And, and the best example was a, a friend, Raul Gonzalez. Yeah. I put him in the standard because it's true. He's the first Hispanic American in Texas elected to a statewide office, the Texas Supreme Court. And he's a Democrat. So here, Republican wow. Ken Mercer nominated Raul Gonzalez, but I had opposition. Why? Because Democrat Raul Gonzalez is pro-life. Oh, yeah. Boy, they didn't, that didn't always work real well for him, too, amongst his party. And I would imagine if he ran for office these days, he'd, he'd run as a Republican. I've seen him support a lot of Republicans. But one way or another, he was definitely pro-life. I remember I called him the judge, you know, Justice Gonzalez. But he showed up at my law school as a guest speaker for our Christian Legal Society. And he, I don't know if you remember this, there was a marketing campaign with his face. He was like one of the most beloved alumni for the University of Houston. And they had, I believe this was it. It was Raul Gonzalez's face. It was the the uh, Cougar mascot. I forget what they call him now, Shasta or whatever. And Carl Lewis, it was like the three of them. And there was just, I mean, and so he came there and all the brass showed up. And Raul Gonzalez is talking about religious liberty and how important it is. And then he gave like an altar call at the end. If you, you oh, know, wow. if you're not a Christian and you want to be, I mean, and it was riveting and it was just such a great moment. But before he did any of that, to your point about his history, uh, really coming up from humble beginnings and making a name for himself. And so it was great to see him be a part of what students are going to learn now. Some of the biggest battles, though, Representative Mercer, you know, when it came down to issues of religious freedom and it came down to, you know, the the religious heritage of our country and people, you know, a lot of the groups on the left fighting hard to remove stuff that had been there in years. And we won just about every one of those battles. That's true. The the religious freedom, the the items on Israel, all those things were, 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 were so important. And it was just a yeah, religious freedom. I'm not sure. Again, that's the not only is our First Amendment, it's the first freedom of the First Amendment is that. How important can that be? And I, I am surprised, shocked. Maybe I should not be, Jonathan, after all these years, but uh, they'll talk about religious freedom, but it doesn't mean the same thing. And and and, and the ability to worship and, and obviously the, the pro-life thing is a big, big we saw it with Judge Amy Tony Barrett and many others being pro-life somehow. Uh, if you're my 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 daughter, her friends are involved in things like uh, Christian Lawyers Association, Blackstone, uh, what's the third one? I forget, but there's three groups out there that are very uh, uh, federalist society. Yeah. And then when I see the other side come out, they have a list now. 
if you're in Crystal League and Fellowship as you were, Blackstone Federal Society, you are marked. You should not be hired anywhere in any other state. That's really sad. That's religious discrimination. And to be honest, uh, outside of this interview here, but uh, I felt I felt that the U.S. Senate was guilty of religious discrimination, First Amendment uh, of rights of uh, Amy Coney Barrett because she's pro-life. Yeah, there's some that really said some things that I felt crossed the line as it related to her. Yes. But look, you got one meeting left. Ken Mercer is my, yes. I know, and it's an important meeting. It's the final vote on State Board of Education. Our uh, TEKS is, we call them, excuse me, Texas Essential Knowledge and Skills, the teaching standard yes. for over 5 million students across the state of Texas next week on sex education, on health, on science. And it's time to get it done. And that's going to be a great way for you to book in your career, but it's not over yet. So we encourage people, go to our website, txvalues.org, find out how you can get involved, find out how you can support common sense standards to make sure your values are represented at the State Board of Education on these issues. Representative Mercer, there I go saying it again, Member Mercer, he did serve in the legislature too. It's been a joy to have you on today, but it's been an honor to work alongside you and really behind you. You're the one that casts the vote. You're the one that has to run for office. We're simply there to support you. There's no doubt that the values that continue to be reflected in our education standards are that way and would not have been that way had it not been for your leadership. So God bless you. And we look forward to seeing what you're going to do moving forward. But we're so thankful of all the work you did on the State Board of Education. Thank you, Jonathan. I got to give my, my a big salute to you, Jonathan Sines, and, and your group of Texas Values because uh, those of y'all looking for groups of support, if you want a group that's going to talk about faith and stand for the faith, family, strength and family and freedom, defend our freedoms, that group is called Texas Values. God bless you for what you're doing, sir. Well, God bless you too. We're going to let Member Mercer go. I got a few concluding comments I'm going to make on the radio show here and back him up next week at the State Board of Education. And speaking of that, you're going to see with the work we do on social media and in other places that that's what our focus is going to be. Uh, getting ready for the legislative session, also get, um, backing up our friends at the State Board of Education, and it's going to be real key. Uh, look, because we know that when it relates to these issues, that there are tremendous people on the other side that are looking to oppose us, uh, that are trying to redefine a lot of different values as it relates to sex education, as it relates to uh, the values that we care about. We know the pro-abortion groups are going to be making a big effort to try to change what's being taught. They lost a huge battle at uh, at the Austin City, excuse me, at Austin ISD. So many of them are looking to take those standards that couldn't even make it in Austin ISD and push them at the statewide level. And look, if you see value in the work we do, please consider donating to our work. I got about two minutes left here. TXValues.org, you can make a tax deductible donation. We're getting kind of close to the end of the year, okay? We're getting kind of close to Thanksgiving. Maybe you're thinking about giving thanks uh, for some of the work that we've done. And hey, we're looking for more people to, to, to work with us. We, uh, we do have an opening for a communications associate. We have an opening for a church and pastor outreach, our church ambassador network director position that we're looking for. And we're looking for interns, all right? You've got a young person who wants to get involved, or if you're one to volunteer, you're already out of school, you're a little bit older, maybe you've got some extra time, whatever the case may be, we're looking to add some help during the state legislative session and before that as well. We'd love to have someone that wants to be a part of our work. And, you know, look, I mean, that's how we continue to thrive here. And the work we do is having more people involved in what we do um, on, a, on an annual basis. 
And so, you know, look, I, I've just seen some great people that um, have been a part of our work go on to do the great uh, work that they're doing, but with the benefit of some of the work we've been doing over the years, helping them advance their career. I've seen a lot of great people go on to do law school. Uh, they've gone on to, to work for high levels of government. A lot of great things that uh, people go, uh, take the experience at Texas Values and then move forward. And so I had a great intern a couple of years ago. He wrote this article about his experience and I was just blown away, you know, and it's a gift when people do that, when they spend time with us. I consider it a blessing to just have a small role in their career and uh, where they are in their life. But look, the legislative session's happening soon. We're not sure what's going to happen with some of these, with the election at, at the national level, a lot of lawsuits still going on as it relates to those issues. There's also a huge runoff election in the city of Austin. Okay. I think it's two districts, but particularly uh, district six, I'm a little more familiar with on the Northwest side. That's Jimmy Flanagan and Mackenzie Kelly. Look, I, I'm just going to tell you, I know a little bit about Jimmy Flanagan. He has been a pro-abortion vote, a pro-LGBT vote, um, a high tax vote. A lot of people have concerns about him and his time on the city council. That's why a lot of people are looking at Mackenzie Kelly as a good option. They're going to a runoff. That's going to be an incredibly important race and would be great to see Christians get engaged in, even though it's a local race and you think all the elections are over. This is a big one that's still out there, December 15th is the uh, the day for the runoff election. But I'm going to be having a great time with Matthew West this weekend and Congressman Chip Roy, who do, did win his election recently over a very pro-abortion candidate, Wendy Davis. And so uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, that's something I think you can give thanks for. But check out our website, txvalues.org. If you like the work we do, make an investment for faith, family, and freedom in Texas. And we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report. <music>